pardon me, <laughs> pardon me, welcome to my shop. It is I, Joseph of Nazareth. What can I do to help you? Uh, obviously, you have come here to the shop of Joseph uh, the carpenter. Perhaps you would like a, a new piece of furniture, a, a repair. I do repairs quite well, uh, or perhaps some stonework. I also work in wood and stone. Uh, oh, what? Oh, you don't you don't want a, a piece of furniture? No stonework, no repair. A story? You are. You want a story? My story? Well, there is not much to tell. Uh, I am Joseph of Nazareth. I have been here for many years, uh, working, as my father taught me, with wood and stone. These uh, hands, you see, do their best uh, for six days a week to fashion things, to refine them, to construct things, uh, as the Lord provides. And then on the seventh day, of course, these hands come to rest because the Lord has appointed us to rest on the Sabbath. And they are lifted up in prayer and praise to the one who created us and all things that he may be honored with worship and praise. And that is my story. It's not long, I realize. Uh, oh, oh, my family. You want to know about my family? Well, <laughs> now, uh, uh, I can bore you for many long hours, <laughs> but uh, I hopefully will not bore you, and uh, please allow me to continue my work as we go along. Uh, you might uh, as well please excuse the wood chips along the floor in the shop. I have told one of my sons uh, to sweep, but uh, apparently he was uh, interested in other things. Uh, <laughs> well, in any case, I shall tell you my story. Yes, as we go along. I do need some help, though, uh, for you see, I have, uh, I have several pieces of my project, but uh, missing others. Uh, would you look around you on the floor. Perhaps you might see one. Uh, if you see one, would you hold it up, please? And uh, Oh, there. Uh, would you bring it up for me, young man, with the uh, fancy hat? Yes. <laughs> Very good. Uh, ah, thank you. Hold on to that just for a moment, please, and uh, we shall construct this along as we go along. Uh, ah. Oh, there we go. No! Hmm. Apparently, I need some wood glue. Uh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't. There we go. No. Uh, yes, this piece. Please, and wait. Uh, hold on just one moment. I need your help to tap it into place. Have you ever used a mallet before? Yeah. Oh, very, very good. Very good. Yes, yes. Just a whack it with a hammer there. Just pound it once. Uh, Ah, yes, you have worked with wood. Now, let me see your hands, please. Ah, these are good hands. Yes. Use them well. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Don't be seated. Ah, 
Well, uh, I must tell you uh, how I came to have all my children and my wife, Mary. As a young man, uh, you might be interested in how I met her. Well, how does anyone meet their spouse in a town as small as Nazareth? Why, your parents arrange this marriage. I was thrilled when my folks chose Mary, a fine girl from a good family, someone with whom I felt I could live and love and grow a family. Well, <laughs> it was a, an interesting set of occurrences. Uh, at first, of course, I set about preparing for my bride, which, uh, of course, in our day uh, required that we build another room onto our house, you see, my parents' house, and then Mary would come into my home once we were married. An unusual thing, though, for not long before the marriage, uh, Mary disappeared, an unexpected trip uh, to see her Aunt Elizabeth and Uncle Zechariah. Well, I knew not why she had gone, but she was uh, gone for a space of uh, three months. Well, I knew she was coming back, and we had arranged to meet at the town well here in Nazareth. Oh, I was excited to see her. The preparations were almost complete. I saw her coming from afar, and as she walked, I could tell there was something wrong. Her head was down, her shawl pulled over her head. She walked as though she were carrying some burden. Well, she finally came near to me. She looked up at my eyes, and I looked into her deep brown eyes, expecting happiness, but I saw something different. Her eyes were filled with anticipation. She searched into mine, and she said, Joseph, I have something to tell you. Yes, Mary, of course. You can tell me. What is it? Joseph? I am with child. She looked down and smoothed her robe to reveal the evidence, of, of the lump of a child growing within. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't think. I thought, what? How? Who? Mary, how could this be? She looked up at me again and she said, Mary, Joseph, listen, listen, before I left, an angel, his name was Gabriel, he came to me. He said that I would have the Christ child. I would be with child, and it would be of the Holy Spirit. I know, Joseph, it, it is amazing. Every Hebrew young woman prays for this, hopes for this. But uh, no, the angel said to me that the Holy Spirit would overshadow me and that I would be with child and that we would call him Jesus. Joseph, you have to believe me. I looked down at her in shock. I could not understand how it could be. Why this Mary? My Mary? In confusion, I said, Mary, I need time to think, to pray, to counsel. Go, go to your family's home and, and stay there. Do not tell anyone if it is possible. She went. And in the next days, I cried, I prayed, I talked, I counseled for the, the proper punishment for such a thing. 
could be death, stoning, and an outcast. Oh, I decided to do what a righteous man would do. I hated in my heart to do it. What would you do? I determined to divorce her quietly. I did not want her to experience public shame or humiliation, no. To divorce her quietly, hopefully, would not be so bad. But then, the angel came to me. Have you ever seen an angel? <laughs> I saw him in my dream. Gabriel. Massive. Powerful. Graceful. And commanding. His wings. Oh, amazing. And the angel said to me, Joseph, Mary is with child of the Holy Spirit. And she shall bear a son and you shall call him Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. You shall take Mary to be your wife. <laughs> and the, I woke up, knowing fully in my heart what Mary said was true. I knew that. Mary knew that. Not so the rest of Nazareth. Now, when I brought her into my home, it was as though I was admitting Mary was perhaps immoral, perhaps uh, the child was mine. No one could exactly know, but they suspected, oh, yes, and tongues wagged in our small town. And so we bore the humiliation that they dished out. But we knew, and so we bore it with grace. Well, <laughs> now, if I had known where the baby was to be born, I would not have chosen Nazareth. But you see, during that time of uh, humiliation, God was shaping us. Does any of you uh, work with wood? Now, now, you start with something rough, of course, something uh, that needs to be planed and uh, sanded and then oiled, perhaps. Uh, now, if you see this piece, it is smooth. It is uh, beautiful. Uh, take it, uh, pass it around so that you may touch it and feel it and then pass it around. It's a piece my son Jesus worked on. You see, during that time, God was refining us. We were rough pieces of wood. That humiliation caused us to be refined and oiled and smoothed. Now, why Jesus would make something like a cross, I will never know. But he is good with his hands. And that Jesus, he can make something ugly, beautiful, well, that's Jesus today, of course, a young man. But uh, when God told us that we would have the child, we prepared for it. I made a beautiful cradle for him. Uh, however, in the final month of Mary's pregnancy, the Roman governor decreed that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. 
does anyone have a, another piece of wood? Uh, we need to put another piece of Oh, please, come. Yes. Ah, thank you. Yes, uh, place it on here. Oh, then flip it over. Good. So whack it with a hammer. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, there you go. Yes, yes. Oh, hard as you like. Good, good. Now, let me see your hands. Oh. Are you 13? Not quite. But these are good hands. Use them to praise the Lord. Thank you, young man. <laughs> well, you see, the governor decreed a census should be taken. And so that required that Mary and I, in her condition, travel all the way from Nazareth to Bethlehem <laughs> because I am of the line of David. This was for the census, you see. And uh, everyone was going to their hometowns. Uh, our journey was not lonesome. Oh, you see, Mary and I traveled with others, relatives as, as well, on their way to Bethlehem or Jerusalem, Jericho. I remember Mary seated on the back of our sure-footed donkey. There was never a more uncomplaining passenger than my Mary. When finally we came to the uh, tiny village of Bethlehem, the, the streets were crowded with travelers. We went from inn to inn, from house to house, trying to find anywhere, somewhere for Mary to lie down. But there was nothing until one fine innkeeper offered us the last available stall in his stable. <laughs> this was part of the plan that I would not have drawn out. <laughs> to be born in a stable? But it was a different blueprint, you see. <laughs> Finally, Mary had a place to lie down. The innkeeper's kind-hearted wife and daughter came down to assist with the birth. And the child was born, wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid in a manger. <laughs> Imagine that. I, I had a cradle, yes, but I had to sell it to buy the donkey to make the trip. Oh, I remember crafting that cradle. It was exquisite. Why, each part was uh, crafted in faith, assembled in hope and love for the one who would soon come. For I saw myself as the one prepared, to, the one God assigned to prepare for and care for the infant king. Oh, that cradle. Well, I can make other cradles. <laughs> but for now, he lay here in a manger. And I wondered what my part would be in the raising of this tiny child. How could it be, this baby in my arms, sleeping now so peacefully? The Son of God, the angel said, how could it be? Lord, I know 
He's not my own, not of my flesh, not of my bone, still father let this baby be the son of my love. Father, show me where I fit into this plan of yours. How can a man be father to the Son of God? Lord, for all my life, I've been a simple carpenter. How can I raise a king? How can I raise a king? He looks so small, his face and hands so fair. And when he cries, the sun just seems to disappear. And when he laughs, it shines again. How could it be? Father, show me where I fit into this plan of yours. How can a man be father to the Son of God, Lord, for all my life I've been a simple carpenter. How can I raise a king? How can I raise a king? How could it be this baby in my arms? Leaping now. The angel said, how could it be? How could it be? Finally, the babe slept. Mary, too, was at rest on the straw. I sat nearby, almost nodding to sleep, when I heard voices, men talking just outside the stable, wondering about the baby. I went out to speak to them. I said, uh, is there some problem? Have you come to receive your animals. Uh, they said, no, no. Well, uh, th that is an, an angel. Um, the angel told us that uh, another one spoke. Jacob, stop stammering. Do you have a baby in this stable? <laughs> I said, yes, uh, I do. Uh, how do you know? The other one spoke. 
an angel came to us in the fields while we were watching our flocks. He said, Do not be afraid, for behold, I have bring you good news of great joy which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find a babe wrapped in cloth, lying in a manger. Is he here? I said, Yes, but please calm down. <laughs> Quietly. They entered. I went to Mary's side and whispered her, Dear one, these shepherds have seen an angel. They have come to see Jesus. <laughs> she nodded. And then something we could never have anticipated. They came in, they saw the babe, and they bowed to him in worship. These men worshiping Jesus, the Son of God. They shared with Mary all the angel had said. And when they were through, <laughs> they could not keep quiet. Come, let us go. Let us tell everyone, this is Jesus. He is the Son of God. He will save us all. And they went all throughout Bethlehem, <laughs> the hillsides, proclaiming the truth, and uh, perhaps some believed, perhaps not. Well, now Mary knew, I knew, uh, Elizabeth and Zechariah knew, and the shepherds knew Jesus was here. <laughs> it was a marvelous day. Uh, uh, could I have that piece of wood there? Would you bring it up to me, young man? Please come, yes. We must continue our project. Come right up here. Oh, very good. Thank you. What is your name? Jacob. I have a son named Jacob. Yes. Do you know my son's names? Jesus, Joseph, Simon. No, not Jacob. Judas, that's his name. Never mind. Here, hit this with a stick. <laughs> oh, over here. Yes. Good. You think it's good? Okay. Now let me see your hands. Oh, yes. Oh, these are fine hands. Jacob, use them for good. Will you? Good boy. Thank you. Go be seated. Oh, <laughs> They are getting somewhere. That is a good thing. Well, I must continue my story. Now, with our child, of course, uh, we needed to stay for a time in Bethlehem. And our next stop after eight days was for Jesus to be uh, dedicated in the temple on the eighth day and circumcised as well. Uh, we had hoped that we would offer the proper sacrifice for such a child, which would be a young lamb. But we could not afford it. Instead, we offered the acceptable sacrifice of two doves, the acceptable sacrifice for poor folks like us. We made our sacrifice, and the, the priest did his duty. Jesus uh, did fairly well with the circumcision, uh, but he was still 
whimpering. We were making our way out of the temple in Jerusalem when uh, Simeon and Anna showed up. Perhaps you know them when you have been to uh, the Passover or there to the temple. Oh, Simeon, quite aged. Yes, he has been there a long time. Well, we were walking and Simeon came up to us as though he was compelled to see us. He said, Joseph, Mary, Shalom. We presented to him our child. And he took the babe, and immediately Jesus stopped crying. He looked down, his eyes were wide, and he said, no, he prayed, Lord, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen the glory of God and the consolation of Israel. He looked up at Mary. He gave Jesus back. He said, this child shall be the rise and fall of many people. And the sword shall pierce her own soul too. I could not understand all these words. How could Jesus, innocent Jesus, be such a thing? Mary and I looked at each other. And that is when Anna came. <laughs> Anna. You cannot forget Anna. I need someone who's 13. Someone who's 13. Any boy who's 13. Do we have someone? About 12. Oh, come down, please. Yes. Yes. Well, I remember Anna. Oh, yes. From the day when I was... Uh, you're very tall for 13. <laughs> what is your name? Or, hey, you're going to be Joseph. You're going to pretend to be me, a much better-looking me, when I was 13. <laughs> well, you see, when I was 13, Anna came up to me. She looked at me and she said, Joseph, Joseph, <laughs> Joseph. <laughs> she looked at my hands. She turned them over and over. She studied them. She said, Joseph, these are good hands. These are good hands. Look at me. Use them for good, Joseph. Not evil. Use these hands to serve God. Yes. Yes, Joseph. <laughs> she sent me away. Thank you, young man. Oh, I shall never forget that. And every year after that, when our family went to Jerusalem for the Passover, I would smile at Anna. She would look at my hands. And that's what she did this day. When Mary, Jesus, and I were there, she came up to me. She said, Joseph, let me see your hands. <laughs> she looked at them. She said, ah, these are now rough carpenter's hands. You are working. You are making a living. That is good. And now these hands are building a family. She looked at Mary. She looked at Jesus. Her eyes grew wide and she began to bounce. She said, Joseph, do you know who you have here? 
I looked at Mary. We nodded and we spoke at once. We said in a whisper, this is Jesus, the Son of God. <laughs> you have never seen an 84-year-old woman jump so high or move so fast. I knew it, she said. I knew it. I knew it when you walked in. I knew this was Jesus. I knew this was the Lord. Oh, praise God. Praise God Almighty. Everyone, look. Jesus is the Messiah. This babe, this child, he is the one. He is our Messiah. He is, I tell you, that's the one. <laughs> Who could keep Anna quiet? <laughs> and now more people knew <laughs> Anna. Simeon, all those who heard, some uh, might have believed, others uh, not. <laughs> For they knew who we were and still could not believe the Messiah would come from such a place as Nazareth. Oh, <laughs> one more piece of wood, please. Is there another? Oh, yes, please bring it forth. Come forth. We're halfway there. Ah, what is your name? Gavin, very good. Yes, yes. Whack it with a hammer. Good. Very thorough. Gavin, let me see your hands. These are good hands. Yes, do something profound with them, will you? Good, yes, thank you, good. Well, after Jesus was dedicated, we took lodging in Bethlehem for some time. For you see, we were not ready to travel with a brand new baby. No, indeed. And so we took lodging with the family friends there in a small house. And before long, people knew us as Jesus grew as the months went by. And then it was that uh, visitors came to Bethlehem, uh, people not from our territory. No, oh, I was working with some of the other men on the town well at that time, and uh, we heard it. The, the boys of the village made quite a ruckus. Look, look who's coming. Look, we could see by the way they dressed their camels, they were not <laughs> from uh, Bethlehem. No, they came in, the camels knelt, they dismounted. And then, to quiet the crowd, one of them held up his hands. He said, Shalom, we have come in, in peace. We have come from the east. We are here to find the infant king. Do you know of him? Well, one of my fellow workmen jabbed me in the ribs. He said, Joseph. We all know what Anna said about your baby. Go, go ahead. <laughs> so I was pushed forward, <laughs> so close to the gentleman that I could uh, see his beard and smell the fragrance of his robes. <laughs> I said to him, Shalom, I am Joseph. Do you know of an infant king? I said, yes. Can you guide us to him, please? We have brought gifts for him. I said, uh, please, come this way. And I led him to the house 
where Mary and I had Jesus had stayed. <laughs> I, I bade them stay outside for just a moment. And when I went in, I saw that Mary had just finished nursing Jesus. He was toddling nearby, wobbling on his two legs. I said that Mary, travelers have come from far away. They have come seeking an infant king. Can it be anyone other than our Jesus? She smiled shyly and had straightened her hair. She said, yes, Joseph, let them in. We opened the door, and Jesus came up to me. He said, Abba, Abba. I picked him up and held him. We watched as they entered the room. Jesus was at first taken aback, and then these men knelt with their faces to the ground to worship baby Jesus. In a moment, he wriggled out of my arms, and I set him down. He made his way straight for a shiny bauble on the headpiece of one of those uh, travelers. Mary and I uh, almost intercepted him, but then at once the man uh, raised his head and his hand, and he said, uh, I have brought you a gift, little king. In his hand was a shiny gold coin. Jesus naturally took the coin, chewed on it, and brought it to his mother. <laughs> the gentleman spoke, we have come from the east, we are learned men, and a star guided us here, for we understand this to be the king of the Jews. We bring gifts for him of gold and frankincense and myrrh. The gold was so abundant, I could not count. The frankincense made Jesus sneeze. The myrrh, such a rare and beautiful gift, we knew not how to receive them. But we did. Why, the travelers stayed just for a few days. Not in Bethlehem, for we had no accommodations suitable. Uh, they were quite happy to uh, make their camp outside Bethlehem. And what a beautiful camp it was. Why, then one day they came uh, to me again and said, uh, uh, Shalom, Joseph, we are leaving to return to our country. Uh, we have uh, heard in a dream that we should not go back to Jerusalem to the man Herod as he requested to find out where this king was. In the dream we learned he is not to be trusted. And so we will go back by a different way and he shall not learn of this king Jesus from us. They made their way, loaded their camels, and departed not long after, the angel came to me again in a dream, warning me the children, the children would die. Herod had, had commanded his soldiers to travel to Bethlehem and murder every young boy under two years. The angel said for us to flee in haste 
And so we did. We packed our things that night, gathered the treasures, and left, fearing for our lives, <laughs> crying for those who would lose their children. We hid, and the value of those riches helped us to hide until Herod was no longer. During that time, little Jesus gained a brother, James, and another one was on the way. Then the Lord told us it was safe to go back to Nazareth, which fulfilled more prophecies that Jesus would be called out of Egypt, and he was a Nazarene. And here we have stayed since that time, working in wood and stone, raising our children. <laughs> I must tell you about Jesus. Oh, one more piece of wood? I sh oh, come back, come down from way up high. Yes, Jesus is so good with his little brothers and sisters. One day, why, there you come. Ah, very good. What is your name, young man? Matthew, what a good name. Let's put this here. Take the big hammer and whack it. Yes. That's probably enough. Okay. Do you feel like a carpenter? Oh, look at your hands. Oh. Your eyes remind me just of my Mary, big and brown. <laughs> yes. Will you use these hands to do good for Mama and Papa? Yes, good boy. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus and his brothers and sisters one day, uh, we, uh, from the shop, I heard this take place. I heard bawing, bah, bah, bah. Jesus was walking through uh, with all of his brothers and the two sisters uh, following him. Uh, he said, come on, little sheep, come on. While well, he was teaching them the 23rd Psalm, perhaps you know the one. Uh, he was guiding them. They went through the valley of the shadow of death. <laughs> they drank by the quiet waters. <laughs> well, <laughs> when it came to anointing their heads with oil, uh, things fell apart. <laughs> yes, uh, why, uh, Jesus was trying to, uh, uh, to anoint them, and uh, they were mobbed him and jumped all over him. It, it turned into one laughing, squealing tickle fight. <laughs> Mary, of course, said, Jesus, no, 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 no. Oh, someone will hurt themselves. <laughs> and Jesus cried out from the melee. He said, oh, mother, don't worry. Let the little children climb onto me. <laughs> oh, he said, mother, I'm their shepherd. They know my voice. In an instant, he said, little lambs, listen up. And they stopped. Come, little lambs. Follow me. You know my voice. Let us go to find some green pastures. <laughs> and with a kiss on his mother's cheek, 
They left the house again <laughs> until supper time. Why Jesus has such a big heart, a warm heart for all the little ones. Oh, there's James. James! Yes, I, I, didn't I tell you to sweep the shop? You see, all our guests here have uh, wood chips in their sandals. Oh, well, why didn't Jesus do it? Because Jesus has uh, another job. You see, he learned the fine craft of sweeping, cleaning the shop. Now he's moved on to other things. James, you must prove you are faithful by how you work. Ah, oh, yes, I, uh, apology accepted now. Please clean it up before supper time, or uh, no manner for you tonight. Uh, <laughs> sometimes my sons need a little correction, and I give it to them, of course, with love. For that is how God instructs and disciplines us. In time, I hope they will grow to be godly young men as well. Sacrificing for their family using their hands for good, sometimes hard, sweaty, difficult labor. Oh, but to see the children, <laughs> that is reward enough. I must tell you one more. It happened on uh, a trip to uh, Jerusalem for the Passover. I had taken all of the boys down to see the cornerstone. That one stone in the temple that every other stone is measured from. I began to tell them how it's not just any stone that can be the cornerstone. It must be perfect, and the, the cut of it must be absolutely straight, for every other stone is lined up with this one. And you see, I slapped it. I felt the coolness of that stone. See the beautiful temple? It rests here. Yes, Papa. Can we go? <laughs> of course. We went, and I continued to tell them uh, important things about stonework and measuring. Uh, we were not too far away when I saw Jesus had remained at the cornerstone. I saw his kneeling there with one hand on each side. And I heard him say, Father, I, I love this place. The tears went down his cheeks. But I do not think he was talking to me. My Jesus, such a good boy. Is there one more piece of wood? Bring it down. Look close. Oh, found it. Yes, please come forward. Yes. Ah. And what is your name, my dear? Catherine. Wonderful. Would you put it in place right here? It is somewhat uncustomary for a, a woman to do this, but uh, whack it with a stick. <laughs> oh, good, good. Wonderful. Now, Catherine, let me see your hands. Oh, beautiful. 
wonderful, graceful. Use these hands for good. Thank you, dear. Good. <laughs> he uses these things to build, to discipline, to comfort, to nourish. That is why he gave them to us. My Jesus, even as a young boy, was filled with compassion. Well, he, he was, uh, I suppose, 10, perhaps 11. We were going on an errand. I had my tools to work with someone in repair. We were passing the field of some uh, uh, men who were harvesting grain. Uh, Why, their large scythes were cutting down the grain, and they were taking care to leave some along the edge of the field for the gleaners. The gleaners, you see, are those poor widows, orphans, and, and uh, God has said to provide for them in this way. Uh, leave some on the edge of your field so that they might gather it and have food, uh, you see. Well, it happened uh, as we were passing by that uh, one of the young boys got too close to one of the workmen. He looked at the child and he said, Ah, wretched child get out of my way what is the matter with you uh, that is when I called out to him I said good worker uh, he would not be in your way if he had a father to provide for him as you do for your children be at peace in that moment Jesus ran up to the man with his uh, uh, water he looked up at him eyes clear and pure would you like a drink? The man was almost embarrassed. Uh, thank you. He took a drink and returned the water skin to Jesus, who ran back. And then, with his arm around the little boy, he took him. They sat on the ground, and Jesus drew from his pouch our bread. He tore it in two and offered the big piece to the little boy. That's my Jesus. He's always been that way. Now as a young man, the girls are beginning to notice. <laughs> We're working on in, uh, in stone that day. Uh, neighborhood girls were looking at him pointing, we heard the whispered name, Jesus. <laughs> I said, uh, Jesus, uh, don't drop that stone on your fingers, all right? <laughs> he said, yes, Father. <laughs> I said, Jesus, remember, remember the warning from Scripture. Do not awaken love. He said, I know, Father, until it so desires, <laughs> as mother and the sisters have reminded me I said Jesus perhaps one day one of these will be your bride and he said father my bride will be perfect absolutely pure spotless and I thought to myself you will have to wait a long time for that bride <laughs> Oh, I do not know what will become of Jesus, but I have in mind that it will be good. We shall deliver this 
to our customer. It's rough. But it won't tell the Savior or something like it. Well, it is now time for dinner. Now, uh, oh, uh, boys, yes, tell Mary, uh, tell your mother that uh, we will have guests for dinner. How many? Quite a few. <laughs> you will join us, of course, for the, the word commands us to be hospitable, and it is our pleasure to serve you in this way. Uh, please, uh, when we come in, I shall have Jesus pray the 